It's time to relax, and you know what that means. It's time for no better way to relax than right after recording a two-hour podcast by doing another podcast right afterwards. This is the original Jangsters podcast. I'm I am Peter Kevin Cenk. Cenk. <laughs> Getting right to it today, folks, because we have a hell of a great movie to talk about now. Now, we just got done <laughs> talking about the good old-fashioned Avengers Endgame. And boy, oh boy, what an amazing movie it was. But that is not the highlight for today. Our <laughs> highlight pales today... pales in comparison to our next movie. Exactly. And boy, let me tell you, it is a sequel. Yes. It's also possibly a prequel. Yes. But... <laughs> We Could are be talking a about paranormal activity. The marked ones. Yes. Yeah, we are talking about the fantastic <laughs> paranormal activity sequel, prequel, requel uh, to the fantastic franchise that we all know and love today, paranormal activity. So <laughs> the marked ones. Uh, lots of callbacks in this one. It's got some of our favorite characters from the previous ones, <laughs> like Mexican boy. Jumped into the last three seconds. Um, another Mexican boy. We've got Mexican grandma, or maybe mom. Uh, we've got Mexican girl. <laughs> got fat naked lady next door. Yep, fat naked lady with skinny naked lady. <laughs> um, then we also have, that's basically it. A couple bullies, maybe, <laughs> robbers, you know, normal Mexican Yeah, some robbers. guy at a convenience store, maybe. I don't know. I barely paid attention. <laughs> some of our favorite characters from the other movies, definitely, though. Um where do we begin? Uh, I just <laughs> yeah, uh, this I mean, as I told you before, um, obviously, this is not my favorite franchise, um, but particularly this installment, I found very taxing. Um, I just kind of painted instead of watching most of it, mm-hmm. but I had it on in the background. So that's something. Um, I really could not focus on this thing. If I tried, it was God awful from the first second. (laughs) Oh God. I hated this movie so hard. Um, (laughs) where do I begin? Uh, much like Kevin, I was, I decided to do other things during the movie. Uh, (laughs) I decided to clean my bathroom, which is nowhere even located (laughs) in the same room where the movie was being played. Um, I took a lot of garbage downstairs. Uh, I, started to clean some of my living room. Then I had a conversation with somebody uh, while the movie was still playing. So no, I don't really oh, know. This is a good sign. I don't really know exactly what happens. I got a gist of it. Cause I know I've seen it one other time. This is like a movie as if like a shitty version of Chronicle decided to join into this horrible universe universe. Currently again, I really like the first one and the third one, but this one was just ass. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like the first one is definitely a masterpiece compared to this one. Um, it at least had, you know, a limited amount of characters and a somewhat straightforward storyline. Uh, this one, I don't know what the fuck was happening. Like, why the, all these people have this mark now and this is happening to a bunch of people? And uh, is it all the same demon? I think you it's just, just can't the one decide guy. on a body. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Basically, this movie is about a kid who gets bitten by something. And after being bitten by this thing, uh, he starts to develop these weird, like, powers for some reason. He can control things with his mind. Or, and, like, I believe he can, like, stop from falling all the way down. Also play Simon oh, Says yeah. by himself. Uh, you know, all your favorite <laughs> I like powers. that they were uh, 
they're communicating with this thing via the Simon says thing. And, you know, they're like, they do it twice. And then they try to do it again later on in the movie. And they're like, well, it worked once. How do you know, think it's going to expect, or how do you expect it to work a second time? This is already the third time it worked twice before. <laughs> you can't even follow yourself movie. <laughs> um, yeah, but it mainly follows the kid who got bitten ish. But I think the main focus is like on the Mika version, like the, almost the comedy relief kid, I guess, who's just the one who's <laughs> supposed to be more quirky. Yeah, he's I'm throwing he, up he's in my mouth. <laughs> or interesting. None of them are. This movie is just straight hot ass. Um, and then towards the end of the movie, I'm just going to get right to it because I don't really remember it too much. Of the but stuff they, that they stress that like this other kid in their class has the same thing going on. And he like kills himself in front of them, I guess. Oh, yeah, that one says kid. something like, right. you know, this is happening to me, too. And so is this demon just very choosy, like just get in a body. <laughs> you want a body. They're all kind of the same. So the end of the movie. <laughs> Skipping ahead to something semi-relevant. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, we, we are in a, a house where the quirky kid is in this house where all the cult women are like chasing after him. And he's like locking door after door, just kind of trying to get away from these weird old women. And he hides in a closet <laughs> for a while and they try to break in, but they can't get in there. And then he he, leave, he leaves the closet. And then he runs to a bedroom. <laughs> Comes where out his, of the closet. Yeah. And then his buddy starts running after him with his d- crazy demon face. And he hides into a room, locks the door. And his buddy's like, please, uh, whatever the fuck your name is, help me. It hurts. <laughs> I'm in pain. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. And then he just busts through the door. And then the kid, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck happens here. I think he goes into another closet of some sort, but ends up yeah. somehow into... Uh, Katie's house where like the next scene is him running past the refrigerator. That's got a picture of Katie and Micah on it or Mika, Mika Chu. And, <laughs> uh, basically we find out that now they've jumped into the past because the Mark Flynn's is based in 2012. And the only reason I know that is because he's the graduating class of 2012 because it's the first thing that we see. Is yeah. That, I, I didn't even catch that at all. But he goes back to the past, 2006, I believe, or seven. No, it was 2006. 2006 to where the the very night where Katie uh, ends up killing Micah or Mika, Mikachu. So she comes downstairs, <laughs> runs to the kitchen, sees the quirky kid, and he's like, uh, hello, can you, can you help me? And she just starts screaming for Mika. He runs downstairs, which is the very end of the first movie. He runs downstairs. She starts stabbing him, and that's <laughs> that's how he dies. Um, yep. And then uh, the quirky kid is freaked out, runs past a closet where he finds his crazy demon friend, and then crazy demon friend goes for a kiss, and then the movie ends. <laughs> Yeah, his friend's like a zombie or something. It's the only relevance to this movie that anything else happened in the previous movies was just that scene. There's, you know, pretty much. There's weird, like I guess it's the same coven. No, it's not because they used a different symbol this time. It was a pentagram this time. It wasn't the star or the uh, the triangle with a circle. I was like, I have no idea where this movie is. The movie (laughs) like forgetting what it does in the previous movies. 
Because this time it was a circle with a star in the center. I was like, what the fuck? Why is that a thing in this one? So I None was of this just, makes any sense. I know. It is worse than X-Men almost. Not completely. But <laughs> it had a lot bad. less let leave Schreiber, though. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Never. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> that's the marked ones we're nearing the end and it they've just rapidly gone downhill <laughs> can the ghost dimension pull it back it's better than this one. Oh, that's good <laughs> it's the, the other one it would ghost dimension definitely uh can't be worse we'll say that yeah it'd be pretty hard to do that god this one i felt like they were just trying to do screaming noises. Like that was this movie's entire tactic was let's just have loud noises. <laughs> yep. And that'll be scary, I guess. I was also doing screaming noises, but it was because of the movie. <laughs> it was just so bad. I just kept screaming. <laughs> Why did I do this? No! You can't keep doing this, Daniel. No. <laughs> it's too many stairs. <laughs> Uh, so true yeah so apparently all these covens now have time travel abilities <laughs> on top of everything else um god damn i hate i hate things that don't make sense and just don't have their you know mythology worked out and they're just like whatever who cares <laughs> we're making money off these shitty movies you're right you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll keep making this movie in a weekend for fucking no money and people will come see it. It's just too bizarre. And it works. Somehow it works. Don't right. understand. Well, that's the marked ones. That's our movie review for that one. Uh, Katie still is in this one, so she's still going to remain the final girl. <laughs> yep, that's um, true. So that's a thing. Best death. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I didn't pay attention. I guess the kid being kissed by the zombie. Um, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say during that last part, for some reason, uh, one of the kids, when they're breaking into the house with the, the covenant woman or women just running after him, the best scene was where like his buddy was also there for some reason and he has a shotgun and he just blows one of them away. (laughs) (laughs) He just blows an old woman with a shotgun. That part's pretty great. That's the best kill. Uh, And it didn't even have to do with a demon. (laughs) That is pretty good. That's solid. I'll go with that. Um, uh, any guesses what Ghost Dimension's about? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's got a Ghost Dimension. Um, I know that you can see the things somewhat in this one. I sure hope it has to do with the baby and Katie and fucking what's going on with them. I swear to God, <laughs> I, I want some resolution. I couldn't tell you if it does or does not. I don't remember. I truly do not remember at all. Oh, boy. I mean, if it doesn't, then I don't know why they're not still making these movies. Because <laughs> you could just keep doing it every year. Yep. Oh, look. This is based on another family. And then our little like, snippet <laughs> is just like, oh, Katie's the ice cream man in this one. <laughs> oh, look, they brought her back. She's the ice cream. See? She's... Hey, look, she's serving ice cream. <laughs> look, she's doing a New England accent. Ice cream. <laughs> That's my New England accent. 
Flawless. Yep. Flawless accentry. Oh. <laughs> uh, any geek news? Let's see. Let's think. No, I don't really have anything. It's been a really long week. Um, I mean, I guess I have one thing we could talk about real quick, since I know that you were thinking about purchasing the DC All Access app. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was. Um, yeah, it uh, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going very well over there. Oh. They uh, they canceled Swamp Thing. Wait, they canceled uh, it. Well, they haven't canceled it officially. It was supposed to be like twelve or thirteen episodes. Yeah. They were doing the filming, and they were about to episode ten when the DC Alexis said, "Hey, we're shutting this down." <laughs> That's weird. They just released a bunch of trailers over it. Uh, for it this week yeah that is so, teaser uh, and then a full-blown trailer i think they're only going to run those first like 10 episodes and they said they tried to rewrite the 10th episode to give it some kind of a conclusion but that's a pretty bad sign when you cancel the show before it's even <laughs> hit the airwaves oh my gosh <laughs> well i'm probably not going to get it i mean they yeah. have to really impress me because i keep just getting the the dvds of all the animated movies anyway so it's like eh, what's the fucking point that would be the only other reason i'd get that yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you already got the, those collected, then what's the point? Yeah, so I don't it sounded care. like after that move, they were really trying to rethink their whole strategy. So they really <laughs> things just are need kind to of do a WB thing. There. That's all they need to do. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Did you watch all of Gotham? No, I gave up on that show probably two seasons in. I don't even know if I made it a full two seasons, but uh-huh. that show was terrible. <laughs> Dang. I- I don't think it was that bad. Really? How much have you watched of it? None, really. I watched the first season. <laughs> Actually, I probably watched the first two seasons as well. Um, the first season had some moments. Um, I remember fucking Jada Pinkett really brought the show down. She was terrible. Her acting was brutal. The Barbara character? Um, no, uh, Jada Pinkett played like the crime boss lady. Oh, her. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah she was, was terrible. I don't know what she was top. doing. And then, like, by the time they got to season two, I just remember them doing all kind of stupid shit that just drove me crazy. Like, instead of Victor Freeze, they kept calling him Victor Frice. And they're like, it's Frice. It's it's pronounced Frice. They kept putting a fine point on it. It's like, no, that's fucking stupid. And then they had just, like, they eventually reached a point where they were just like, uh, I think it was Hugo Strange, was just kind of putting personalities into people's brains he's like oh i'm gonna create all these awesome villains ha <laughs> ha it's like oh man so instead of having cool origin stories like the mad hatter and shit he's just gonna create just mess with their heads to make them like that that's so fucking dumb <laughs> you're taking out everything cool that could be about these characters and just being oh yeah this one guy made it all up the, I, the one thing i, I thought was weird because the finale just got released uh, the last one, uh, I think this last week, and they had the Joker on, but WB <laughs> owns the rights to the name Joker, so they could not call him the Joker in this show. It's always really? been Jeremiah. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was a thing, but yeah, after watching like the last like three or four weeks of just like either trailers or teasers or parts of the episode, uh, yeah, I learned that they could not coin him as the Joker because WB would not release it. So <laughs> it's always been Jeremiah which is fine and it's cool he does play a pretty cool joker i like i like his joker and then of course the last episode is like a it's a forward jump yeah uh, batman it's the I first like batman, batman's coming uh they got selena kyle and now is catwoman like straight up catwoman 
Uh, That's good. The Joker's straight up the Joker, but of course they're not calling him the Joker. They're just like, uh, like the one thing that pisses me off because it is a jump forward. Like, goddamn, Commissioner Gordon should have had a mustache. Like, I still yeah. don't understand. <sighs> that was a missed opportunity there. Yeah, that's dumb. He he's got to have the mustache. Yeah, I, and he's got to look older. I'm cool with the like the younger years not having mustache. All right, I'm all right, right. with that. But g- give me a jump forward with man with mustache. That's what I want to see. But no, we don't yep. get that. Um, uh, young Barbara's in here, so early uh, Oracle basically. Um, she's okay. in here finally. That's nice. Um, Batman, you don't really see him ish. You kind of do, but you uh-uh. don't. Um, really? Yeah, you see kind of the costume. The costume looks really cool, the actual suit. So I'm cool with that. Um, let's see. The Joker's pretty cool, like I said. He's got a pretty cool scene in here. The um, thing with the Joker, I, I've kind of followed online what they were doing with the Joker. It's super weird. Yeah, they really fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> it wasn't like they Jeremiah. overcomplicated it. They did. Yeah, like it was like they set this one guy up as, yeah, they're like, this is going to be the Joker. Oh, he's dead. But wait, he's back now with his face cut off. And now he died again. <laughs> and he's got a twin brother. And the, the original guy, like, turned into a virus and took over the twin brother. It's like, oh, my God. Like, how many fucking things are you going to do to try to do this? Like, don't make this so complicated. They put Solomon Grundy in there, though. And that's cool. <laughs> he was born on a Monday, you know. It's true. <laughs> I heard that once. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, there's Gotham. Who cares? It's gone now. <laughs> Thank God. It's done for. <laughs> done so. I like the Riddler. Did, uh, did penguin. the penguin at least get fat by the end? He didn't get fat, but he looked like straight up penguin. So he had the limp, he had the top hat, he had the monocle, and the long cigarette. He looked like the old 1950s <laughs> uh, penguin. Just skinny because the actor who plays him is a very skinny guy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they could get a fat suit on him. They could have. Um, <laughs> the Riddler was cool. I liked uh, the guy who played the Riddler, uh, Enigma. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Enigma. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he was probably one of the, the better parts of that show. Although I kind of feel like they made him go bad so early on that it's like, where else do you go with this before, you know? <laughs> They kind of blowing all their villain loads before Batman even shows up. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the one thing that pissed me off about that show. There was like one <laughs> episode or maybe a few episodes that had just so many of them in there. Like there was like Doc or uh, Mr. Freeze was in there and Firefly was in there. Solomon Grundy was in there. Matt Hatter yep. showed up. Oh, I love the guy who played Zaz though. Oh my God. That guy looked just like Zaz. He was, just, <laughs> he was bald. Zaz is like one of the coolest goddamn batman characters because like most of them i mean besides the joker most of them just do a bunch of random stuff like petty crimes or random crimes <laughs> or they have some kind of plot in what they're doing where zaz some kind of gimmick he's just goddamn crazy and all he does is just yeah. kill people and then just tally it up on his body it's just like damn <laughs> that's a crazy dude right there he is pretty crazy i like him um but yeah there's gotham it's all over with everything's coming to an end yep Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> There's nothing new that's really replacing anything good. Nope. Um, did, I wonder if did that Superman fucking prequel show Krypton ever actually happen? Um, I don't, I don't remember don't if that know. started or not. I saw it was so dumb. I saw it's it. like supposed to be about like Superman's grandfather on Krypton. It's like who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. They're just normal people on Krypton. Why would I want to watch? Yeah. That? Exactly. They don't have powers. 
And that's not even like when the world blew up because they still have to get to his father even. So it's going to be a lot of them talking about someday this planet might explode. <laughs> wow. Did you see that trailer? I don't know if you had it for your previews, but there was a, I don't know what channel it was. I can't remember. Epics, I think. They're doing a show called Pennyworth. It's about Alfred and oh, Thomas I've heard Wayne. of this. I've never seen the preview, but I've heard of it. I'm not completely against it, except for I have no idea what the fuck Epics is, so I'll never <laughs> actually watch it. I know uh, Kevin Smith did a special for Epics one time. Um, I don't know where it actually is <laughs> on your like cable and shit. It's channel four thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. I don't know that I need all that. I mean, I guess it is. I they have always alluded to that Alfred, you know, had a past and was with the British intelligence or whatever, but I don't really need to see it. Nope. <laughs> it's interesting. I kind of started watching some of Academy, uh, Umbrella Academy yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Is that any good? Yeah, I I did not mind it. I actually liked uh, uh, some of it. It was pretty good. I only watched like the first two episodes, but. It's interesting. I like the idea of it for sure. Just the whole, there's just seven kids. They all have completely different goddamn powers. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just super cool how they all kind of like work with each other, at least in how it was before. And now they're just trying to solve a, a, a mystery basically now. Still trying to use their powers. It's interesting. It does kind of seem just like it's the X-Men, <laughs> but like a Wes Anderson version of the X-Men. Yeah, it's very X-Men-ish. Definitely. Except for this one has talking monkey. Oh. Yeah, talking monkey. He's the X-Men a monkey. have a talking green potato-y thing named Dupe. But this monkey butler's name is Pogo. Oh, that's a good name. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a, Does he go up to show. people and say, hi, I'm Pogo. Want to jump on my stick? Don't think he does. <laughs> missed that's opportunity. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's real quick run through the uh, the last Weird Al album we have to do. Knock it right on out. Because as we mentioned, I'm not going to cover Alpocalypse. All the songs on that song or that uh, all the originals on that album are just trash. So <laughs> let's skip to Mandatory Fun, uh, the weird, last Weird Al album that he did so far. Um, 2014 was the year it came out. I'm going to skip one of the songs on here because it's just trash. Me and Larry have talked about it before and just we neither one of us can stand it. <laughs> OK, so I'm just going to skip that one altogether. But let's start out with the first original on this album. We got a little song called Lame Claim to Fame. Oh, I like the song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Here we go. Second cousin of Ralph Nader. Last year 
Um, I'm going to just say, I guess this is a style parody of Southern culture on the skids. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know what skids are. <laughs> Got some experience in that realm. I have it right now. <laughs> Not sure if it's a, if it's like an old me, a baby me or a me, me. <laughs> Zing. That's two, two in this episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great things for my country. All right, I think didn't we hear that song just recently for something, or maybe I don't remember. Um, I think we probably heard it when we saw Weird Al that one time. Well, um, yeah, we definitely heard it then, but I felt like I don't know, maybe I'm just going crazy. All right, yeah, I do like that song though. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I like the cadence. Uh, this, this next one is basically a style parody of kind of like college or high school fight songs. Um, it's called Sports Song. Um, it's, uh, it's all right. It ain't too shabby, I guess. Hmm. All right. Here it is. Your sports team is vastly inferior. That simple thing just plainly obvious to see. We're gonna kick your collective posterior. Of course you realize we're speaking figuratively. Our stats are thoroughly impressive. Our coach really has a vital touch. Our players are fast and strong and brave and your guys, not so much. We're great and you suck. We're great and you suck. We're great and you suck. You see there's us and then there's you. You suck. We're great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I like that. Mostly just the telling people they suck part. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, this next one, this is a, this one's, I really do like this song quite a bit. Uh, this is a song called my own eyes. This one is a style parody. So we'll see if you can guess who this is a style parody of. Um, take a listen to like the pre-chorus and the chorus. That kind of is really what tips it for me. Um, but here it is, my own eyes. I saw a mime get hacked to death with an imaginary cleaver. I saw an old man's final breath. I watched him die from beaver fever. Have any idea who that is a style parody of? Uh, it almost sounded like Offspring towards the end. <laughs> I can kind of see that, but I have um, no idea. It's one of the the bigger alternative bands of the last twenty or so years. 
Oh, what is it? Oh, what's that band called? Oh. <laughs> you know, that guy with the thing. Something Soundgarden? Uh, no. Mm. Pearl Jams? Uh, That's no. More grungy. You're, um, uh, you're in the right geographical area. <laughs> uh, Soundgarden? <laughs> Sting. <laughs> the police. <laughs> I always forget those two now. They're taking my thunder from me. <laughs> um, it involves a guy who's a big fan of Billie Eilish. Me? <laughs> oh, Foo Fighters? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like me some Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to a couple of those songs. They they ain't too shabby. They're not. I like I like it lyrically. Did you watch any of the crazy videos? No, I still got to do that. Oh god, yeah, don't totally do that. <laughs> I feel dude. like that'll take it to another level. It will. I'm telling. <laughs> just watch. Just watch the video of. Uh, uh, you should see me in a crown. The just the the cartoon one, <laughs> and you'll be like, I'm ready now. I'm ready to ascend. <laughs> I will become a beam of light, and that what that is what I'll be forever. Because I've seen this video. I have ascended. Wow, what a reaction. <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't happen to me, but it'll happen to you. <laughs> I wasn't chosen to be a beam of light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, this next song, this is kind of funny. Uh, it's called First World Problems. Uh, see if you can guess this one, who it's a style parody of. First World Problems. Guesses on that one? Uh, Cage the Elephant. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Sting. <laughs> nope, you're a little too old school on the first, or, uh, no, not, I was gonna say more old school than the first one. Maybe a well, probably in the right ballpark, I guess, with Sting, kind of. Mm-hmm. Arrow wise. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, then my next guess will have to be the police. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um. <laughs> Another kind of, yeah. Yeah, I think of like that where he's singing with that kind of weird high voice and then gets all kind of low and I don't know. I got the say... weird kind of bass line and there's like that woman with kind of a lower voice kind of doing some background. I want to say it's like B-52s-ish it sounds like, but I can't. 
I don't know what it is. It is another band that has both a male and female singer. That doesn't do anything. Madonna. <laughs> no. Sting. <laughs> Bingo. This time you were right. <laughs> yes. I always get it on my second sting. <laughs> Well, they're uh, one of the big, like, alternative kind of indie rock darlings of, like, the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> it's probably going to bite me right in the ass, too. I, I don't know. I honestly have no clue. Damn. There was a little band called the Pixies. Oh, I never would have guessed that ever in a million years. <laughs> I've heard of the Pixies, but not enough to actually know what any of their stuff sounds like. Oh. They got some good songs. Um, we're going to skip the one called Mission Statement on here because I fucking hate that song. <laughs> it's kind of like a, uh, I guess, a Crosby, Stills and Nash, you know, kind of old school. OK, yeah. Hippie type song about like all this, like reading a company's mission statement and just kind of quoting like business buzzwords, essentially like synergy and stuff like that. And it's not funny Gross. at all. <laughs> It's really terrible. Um, so we'll not play that at all because I just don't want to hear it. Uh, this next one, this is another one where Weird Al ends the album with a long song. Um, this song is Ooh. over nine minutes long on the album, and it's fucking phenomenal. I'm just going to say right now, this one is definitely in. <laughs> right. uh, this is one me and Larry have talked about many a time because it's so good. It's uh, called the Jackson Park Express. I think I've heard of this one. Yeah, it's great. Uh, this is like a parody of a uh, Cat Stevens song. So it's kind of got that old school kind of, you know, singer songwriter 70s kind of a vibe to it. Yeah. And uh, it's all about basically Weird Al being on the Jackson Park Express, which is a bus, uh, being on there one day. And he kind of sees this woman across the way and they kind of keep giving each other glances. And he's kind of reading into these glances <laughs> a whole relationship. And kind of going through all these different stages and that kind of thing, like how they fell in love. And eventually it ends with them kind of breaking up, even though he never got her phone number and all this stuff. <laughs> and it's kind of like this whole, you know, storyline of all these things and what they mean. And uh, I'm going to play this kind of jumps all over the place. Uh, this clip, I wanted to try to get uh, as many of the funny parts as I could. Um so it's kind of a little all over the place. The whole thing is, you know, a little bit more of a clear story. Uh, but this will give you a, a good tip of some of the weirder things that uh, go on in this song. All right. I'm um, this sounds pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, so here it is, the Jackson Park Express. She looked at me in a way that asked, did you have a nose job or something? I'm only asking, because your nose looks slightly better. Face. I couldn't hold back my feelings. I gave her a look that said, I would make any sacrifice for your love. Goat, chicken, whatever. I could never hold you close enough. Let's have our bodies surgically grafted together. Surgically. Grafted together She picked up a newspaper And started reading to herself Which I'm sure Was her way of telling me When you're cold I will warm you When you're shivering I will 
to her just what I was trying to say. I was trying to say, hey, I'd like to make a wall-sized mirror out of all the dead skin cells that you slough off while you sleep at night. Oh, I'd like to rip you wide open and French kiss every single one of your internal organs. Your skin over my own skin, but not in a creepy way. That's good. I like that one. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love that. I like your boobs part. That, that part is pretty great. It reminds me of that uh, meatloaf song ish. Uh, the one. Oh, that, I can see that. Oh, God. I can't remember the name of that song. It's on my playlist. Uh, the dashboard lights, I think, or something like that. Yeah. From uh, what is love under the dashboard lights or something like that? Yeah, it's just this epic adventure that you go through. I really like that yep. song. But yeah, it's great. That reminds me um, of it too. Yep, I can totally see that. Okay, so that one's definitely going in. Uh huh. And I like um, that other one, the first one that you played. Lame claim to fame. I'm yep. cool with that. Lame. Lame claim. Lame to claim fame. to fame. Um, let's see. What else? Should we do anything else? Sports song, My Own Eyes, First World Problems. First World Problems. Okay. Cool with that. And that's it. All right. We've got our entries now. I'm going to try to talk to Larry this week, see if he's uh, down to maybe come on the next episode. We'll do the, the tournament and we'll talk about the ghost dimension. Close out the way we began. <laughs> And then we'll hopefully be done with some song clips for a while. Yeah, that would be really nice. <laughs> That'll make editing these things a lot easier. Yep. I can't I can't <laughs> even imagine that. Well, I can. I've done it before. It's not it's just not for this podcast, thankfully. <laughs> All right. So uh let's let's try a little something here. Um this might be a segment kind of like the album artwork that we go to from time to time. Um if it works out. But this was kind of a thing uh, I originally thought of kind of when I was listening to this podcast where they had mentioned some kind of basketball trade and uh, somebody accidentally said the name Steve Perry instead of whoever it was. And they're like, oh, isn't Steve Perry the guy from Journey? And they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be a, I wish you could trade for Steve Perry. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, that'd be a good thing if you could like trade one band singer to another band just for temporary, I would say, I don't want to be like oh i want this person to be on this band forever because i mean obviously i want dexter holland to be in the offspring i don't want him to be somewhere else forever <laughs> i'd rather he stay with the band he does uh-huh. 
that's going to be his, you know, strongest. Um, but sure. Would I like to hear him on another band for a little bit? Sure. So I kind of figured we would each take turns picking, you know, like a band that you would like to trade that singer to a different band for a little bit. Um, I kind of come up with who, you know, or just pick a band and be like, oh, I think someone who would sound good in this band would be this person. Okay. Well, you started us off. I think I got a good idea. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to start with, uh, as we spoke about, uh, The Offspring. Um, (laughs) I was trying to think, like, I don't... Dexter Holland honestly does have a weird voice to try and... uh, get close to his range, just the crazy range he has. Uh huh. So I was kind of thinking my first thought was you have to go with like the best, but uh, you go like Kurt Cobain. Cause there was like early offspring is kind of Nirvana esque. It's got a little bit more grungy flavor than punk. So I could kind of see that, but then I was like, I don't know what you do with like songs like hit that. <laughs> I really can't see Kurt Cobain singing hit that. <laughs> No one can sing that bullshit. <laughs> that would be tough. So I was like, maybe you do a twofer and you get two Nirvana guys. You have Kurt Cobain and uh, Dave Grohl. And then they could kind of alternate, have Dave Grohl do the songs like that, where it's kind of, you know, a little bit weirder. Well, aren't they just <laughs> doing it temporarily? I'm confused. Yeah, just temporarily. Okay. But I'm not going to, like, stay constrained by timelines. <laughs> Like, obviously, Kurt Cobain was dead by, like, 1994. But I'm just saying if he was, you know, we could bring somebody from any era (laughs) and Hmm. stick them in places, you know, from other times. I don't want to worry about all the actual just factualness. I just want to picture them in there. Okay. Um, Well, that sounds interesting, I suppose. (laughs) I'm not against Dave Grohl doing it. Kurt Cobain, I don't. I can't see that one. Maybe uh, like I can see it in a lot of songs for sure. He seems like more like he's always got that that undertow. He's mostly just that guy who's just like nonchalant and just you know sings what he feels. Where I'm not saying that that's not what Dexter Holland is, but Dexter Holland just (laughs) feels like more energy. Where Kurt Cobain doesn't feel like pure energy. He's very energetic on a lot of songs where he's like screaming. Like stay away or something like that, where it's just like kind of like very energetic and screamy. So I think he could definitely do that, especially songs like Gone Away. Like, I think he would kill it. Um, yeah, I could see definitely that do good on that one. Um, pretty much anything from Smash. Uh, pretty much all of those. But I did have one. I was like, I want to really reach and uh, <laughs> go with an option. I was like, who could who else could do this? So I was kind of thinking and I thought of one who I could kind of see doing the uh, uh, Dexter Holland stuff in The Offspring, but it's one of the dumbest ideas I've ever had. But in a weird way, I think it kind of works. Like, he does kind of have a similar voice in a way, but it's certainly not someone you would think of. (laughs) Um, Oh, but also, before we get to that one, I would say I would also see that one going the other way with the Nirvana one, where I think... No, even nowadays, Dexter Holland could definitely sing Nirvana songs. No way. I mean, I think he anybody could totally can. I think anybody can. I don't I can't see it, though. I don't know. If it I would be very it. different, but I think I would really enjoy it. Like I tried thinking of it in my head and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> 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 All right. 
<laughs> Maybe it's just because <laughs> I like Dexter Holland so much, but I do. Yeah, I I could I can hear it. It's it's definitely nowhere. You know, they don't sound exactly similar, but it would be different. But I think it would be great. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, so the other one, my uh, dark horse candidate for the offspring, who I think sounds weirdly, their voices have a similar quality. Um, so I, I don't think this would just go over very well with anyone. But I was thinking trade for Phil Collins. What's wrong with you? You You stupid. (laughs) I know. That was my thought, too. But they do have this weird similarity in their voice, like their vocal style. (laughs) They have like kind of higher voices. Like I was thinking of like the song. That's all that Genesis did. And then like. I could very much like that sound very much sounds like the kids aren't all right. Like I could see that vocal style going very well (laughs) with this. I think it would be very strange and very weird, but in a weird way, I kind of think it would work. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, 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 no. That's what you'll think about later. You'll be like, he was right. I almost can promise you. I will not think about that later. I can almost promise you. All right. I have my band. Prepare your butthole. We've got, oh, I'm going to say, prepared. the System of a Down. System of a Down. Oh. Uh, I know there's tech. Uh, one of them is the backup singer, so I'm going to keep him, uh, the guitarist, as the backup singer still. Um, but okay. Serge Tenekin, uh the lead singer of of system uh i can see being possibly traded out for a uh, a singer called isaac brock he is the singer from modest mouse i could see hmm. him possibly doing it i like the way that he kind of uh he, he's kind of like surge in a way where they both have weird fluctuations with their voice and i feel like he would be a really good fit for system um he doesn't scream as much he's not one of those he yells but he doesn't really much scream so I think that that would be an interesting take, and I think that he could do a lot of the, uh, I guess, more or less the singing songs for sure. Um, I think it would be a good trade-out. Hmm. What's, uh, I can't, why can't I think of any of Modest Mouse's songs right now? <laughs> on all rights, don't oh, yeah. Oh, I could totally see your search doing that. Yeah. And I would I would like it. Yeah, I honestly I could see them kind of going weird, both ways. I'd like it. Yeah, for sure. I would be cool with that. Uh that was the one that I definitely came up with. Um that would work. That would work for me. Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. I mean, like I said, they can take each other's place. I'd be cool yeah. with either. That's a good one. For Chisel. Well, it, oh, okay. I'm I'm down with that. All right. Uh, my next one, I was going to go with who could be the new B-52s? <laughs> who could do it? Do such a thing. You got to get a couple singers here. <laughs> An atom bomb. <laughs> so you got the two ladies, uh, Kate Pearson and Cindy Wilson. Uh, they they to be sound very much alike. You have to kind of really listen to figure out which one's which a lot of the time. I wanted to do something kind of like that, but not exactly. Um, so I'm going to pick two ladies who are both 80s singers. 
Um, and they both have higher voices. They're not like, you know, like women that have the low kind of baritone voices. They both have higher voices, but they definitely sound very different, I would say, which I think would work. Um, so I'm going to go with for the two women in the B-52s, I'm going to go with good old Julie Brown, uh, who did a bunch of novelty songs, including the homecoming Queen's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, I could see that for sure. Yep. And Dale Bozio, who was the lead singer of missing persons. Okay. <laughs> I know that's a band. You're <laughs> don't know who that is. But okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of good songs. Uh, I like them a lot. But then the hard part to me was who do you get to be the Fred Schneider of this? And what I are the think from, I figured um, it out. Uh, they might be giants. Oh, that would not be a bad idea. That's right. That's who it is. But I kind of thought I wanted somebody with a lot of personality, with kind of a style that's more talking more so than singing. And it kind of hit me that the straight version of Fred Schneider is kind of David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh, you just you just like to get weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, like get funky with it. He kind of is. Like he is. He's that very big personality on stage, and he just kind of, you know, it's more talky than straight up singing. Talky, talky, very cocky. I like yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> So I think he could be the Fred Schneider in this new Bay 52s. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll believe you. Take my word for that one. (laughs) With a grain of salt. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, All right. My next, my next bands. Uh, this one, I just need to see it. It's not so much that I think that they're good fits, but I want to see it. All right, and oh. I want them to be swapped. I want them. It's going to be a swap ems. We okay. got Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to swap places with Christopher Caraba. Do you know who that is? Oh, that's uh, Dashboard Confessional. That is, and I don't know why you <laughs> yes. know that, but that's the, that's who needs to be swapped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture this in my head. No. And I'm already excited. I know. And uh, this is the best day I can ever remember. <laughs> I love this. I want it so bad to happen. I like it a lot. Yep. Now I got to picture him uh, singing rancid songs. No, you know, that doesn't sound bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's a time bomb. Yeah. It's just a little bit higher, I would imagine. Yeah, very much higher. Yeah. You know what? I I sanctioned that one. (laughs) That gets a thumbs up. Yeah. Stashboard Confessional and Rancid. Just swapping places for a day. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. I like that one. I'm selfish. I'm wrong. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Yep, that would be a very different take, but it would be so worth it. So worth hearing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's what I need. That's what I need. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> All, All right. right. Do one more. Each. Um. Okay. Uh, which one do I want to go with then? 
Oh, here we go. Uh, speaking of, we talked a little bit, uh, or we will talk about in the future, about a new Cranberry CD. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think of where Dolores O'Riordan could go. And honestly, there's a lot of places I could see her going. Um, she's very versatile, and I feel like she could fit in a lot of things. Um, to me, the most obvious one uh, to me that she would definitely nail and knock her right out of the park would be if Dolores O'Riordan was in The Cure. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I don't that. think there's a single one of their songs that she wouldn't knock right out of the park. Um, I think it would be a lot harder to go the other way and have Robert Smith do <laughs> cranberry songs. Yes. Doing all the yodeling and shit. I couldn't really picture that. <laughs> but you would want to picture it, right? <laughs> I would. And I will. <laughs> <laughs> and I have. <laughs> but I wanted to give her something else a little bit out of her comfort zone. And I was like, oh, she should be like a punk singer. <laughs> And so I thought of like, I was trying to think what was it be a good punk band fit for her. And honestly, the one that I kept coming back to would be for her Dolores O'Riordan to be in Goldfinger. <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it actually kind of fits. I can see that. I love Goldfinger. I always forget to do a thing, but man, goddamn, do I love them. <laughs> I think they've got the right mix of it's punkiness, but it's also got like some heart to it and some good stuff. And I was thinking of the song Mabel and I'm like, you know, she is good at saying bombs. That's very <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be an oddly good fit. <laughs> Dolores O'Riordan and Goldfinger. All right. I can see that. I can see it. I like it. And I'll raise you two. two <laughs> Is bucks. it as good as Phil Collins in Offspring? It's better, much better. <laughs> what much about better. the other way around, though? Dexter Holland and Genesis slash Phil Collins songs? <laughs> no, definitely fucking not. That I can see. No, I cannot. Nobody can see that. Nobody wants to hear that either. He could feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn it! I can't see that one at all. I'm going for the obvious last choice, and it's mainly because I've always got the two of them mixed up anyways, and might as well for the first time uh, doing this little bit here. uh, (laughs) Might as well just do these two. I'm going to say Prince and Michael Jackson. (laughs) Okay. The King of Pop versus the Prince of Pop. And I could see the two of them really kind of going back and forth. And like I said, when I was growing up, I didn't even know there was a difference. (laughs) I could honestly, yeah, that sounds about right. Like they both have kind of higher voices a lot of the time, like very falsetto-y kind of voices. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any things I can think of where that doesn't work. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. I honestly, I would love to see Prince doing bad. I would like to see. uh, I want to see him moonwalk. He probably would. He probably does. (laughs) Just like I I fucking think Michael Jackson coined it. And he's just like, fuck it. You know what? I'll let him have this. I'm going to keep the purple guitar. I'm going to have a symbol for a name. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Michael Jackson. <laughs> you use letters? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That's Bush League. <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah, that you're yeah, bad, like but my color is purple. Fuck you. I have purple. <laughs> I own purple. I have a fucking color. <laughs> fuck you. I patented purple. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to see those two swap them. Yeah, I would I would definitely sign up for that for sure. 
Because Man, I could listen to Michael Jackson songs without thinking about child molesters. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, before we close out this segment, I just, this was one where uh, it's not an actual one because I don't necessarily want this to switch because one of them is a one-hit wonder. But it did make me think of how much I would love to hear no effects cover absolutely story of a girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like, man, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. This they need to get the on story that. story of a girl. Oh, man, that would be good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now I really want that. Whoever made that whole let's get Weezer to cover Africa everything. campaign needs to get on this one. <laughs> Everybody's covering everything else now. It's getting Did annoying. you ever listen to that Teal album that Weezer put out? No, I didn't even know they had With a Teal all, album. It's all covers. Oh, God. It's uh, it's not that good. <laughs> Is the Africa one on I don't know what there? happened to that, man. Yep. That's, I think, what started it all off was that one. They did, like, a Take On Me, I think, is on there. Oh. Um, we were so into Weezer, and then they decided to do uh, Beverly Hills, and that's when it all fell apart. Yeah, it really did. It's so weird, because, like, even, like, this album's all covers. Half of a lot of the songs are songs I like, so you'd think I'd be into this. It's not like they have to write anything that's throwing me off. Just the sound of his voice now in these new songs, it sounds dumb, and I don't like it. <laughs> Do you know who's killing the covers right now? Just fucking slaughtering them, slaying them like mm, vampires. <laughs> Newfound Ooh. Glory's back at it again. and they Oh, I saw that. They keep punching out these fucking covers, and I'm not against <laughs> any of them. The, uh, the Eye of the Tiger one to me seemed a little weird. Like they tried to make it too fast for what that song is. That's true. But you know what it sounds like? Fucking Newfound Glory covering Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> that sounds exactly. They did Let It Go too from Gives the Frozen you movie. And it sounds like Newfound Glory covering Let It Go from the fucking Frozen movie. That's what it sounds like. I was like, fuck yeah, Newfound Glory. Thank you for fucking changing it. There's nothing that pisses me off more. Like that fucking Africa song from Weezer sounds like oh, fucking Africa. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Like I, I, I can't even tell the goddamn two apart now. I have no idea which song I'm listening to on the radio most of the time. Like which one is this by Toto or Weezer? I don't know. Yeah. They've become indistinguishable. But with Newfound Glory, they cover a song. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like when they did uh, that, yeah. that one album – where they just covered a whole bunch of random fucking songs. It's like, I love that fucking It's always songs from movies with them. They've done a couple of those. This is, I think, volume three is what they're coming out with now. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's all, yeah. But, oh, my God, man. It, it I sounds like Newfound like Glory of covering fucking, a song. Um, I Don't Want to Miss the Thing was great. Oh, I love that fucking song so much, <laughs> yeah. dude. I mean, I love that song in general, but, my God, yep. did they fucking kill it. The new, uh, the uh, Never Ending Story one was also amazing. Never yes. ending story. It is fast because it's newfound glory, and that's why I like yep. when they cover cover these songs because it doesn't sound like oh god, you've done it, you've fucking nailed the song. I get it. <laughs> no, they made it their yeah. own, and that's why I like. You this. practiced exactly what the song was. Good for you. <laughs> Good job. That's what you I want from song. like a cover band at a bar or something. Not yep. like you putting out an album. Yep. No. Fucking newfound glory knows how to do it. Yeah. Uh, what's agree. it called? A quiet. Oh fuck! Quiet, 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 quiet. Quiet drive. Quiet drive. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> How the fuck did you pull that one out? Quiet drive <laughs> does the same thing. Uh, quiet drive. Also, they came out with an album not too long ago, 
where it's just a bunch of cover songs, and they do make it their own. They actually have a fucking way better version of Africa. Um, <laughs> uh, but oh, it, they, they make it their own. Out. Yeah, dude, fucking their version of Africa's uh, <laughs> it's so much better than Weezer's ass. <laughs> I mean, the only thing the Weezer one has going for it is the Weird Alice in the music video. <laughs> that's it. That's all it they have, and that's they had to do that just so they can make it different. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Trash pandas. That's what they are. All of them. Yep, they fucked up. Yep. They did this to themselves. Alrighty, what's your last right. one? Or was that your last one? Yeah, it was our last one. I mean, I, go. I got more, but we'll save them. Cool. We'll be coming back to this. <laughs> yeah, no, this was fun. This was fun indeed. Was well, I think this is going to be a, a shorter episode than usual, but I guess before we go, let's uh, let's do a little bit of movie taglines. Good. <laughs> your favorite game. I'm just so good at it. That's why it's, just, it's You're more natural. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Let's crank it off. Here's a real classic. We'll see if you can get it. This time, it's personal. Hmm. This, is it a sequel? <laughs> I uh, can't answer that question, but I will not affirmatively. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this time, it's personal. We'll just say Die Hard 2. Oh, a solid guess, but no. All right. Ne- um, next clue. I'll give you, this is a thriller. <laughs> thriller night. Uh, this time it's personal. It's a thriller. Whoa, it's a sequel. <laughs> sequel, thriller. I don't really know too many thrillers, I don't think. Uh, what lies beneath two? <laughs> what lies even further beneath? <laughs> beneath that last stuff. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a I would, yes. I would see that movie, but no. <laughs> Next clue. Um, this movie came out in the year 1987. Mm, it's a good year. <laughs> Uh, a lot of good things came out that year. Yeah, that should <laughs> to include myself. Yeah. Um, shit, I have no idea. I don't know what the fuck came out the year I was born. I <laughs> uh, will say Batman Returns. <laughs> I think that was 1992. So you're very far off. The first Batman was 1989. So definitely. <laughs> I'm just doing my best, okay? Your controller's off. You have to turn your controller back on. All right. There you go. Uh, (laughs) I'm back. Yes, you are. This movie, one of the people in this movie was Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, it's Jaws 2. Actually, I think it's Jaws 3. Oh, you're so close. Jaws 4? It's Jaws Revenge, ain't it? Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Oh, see, you got the title. Yeah. I knew which one, I knew which one Michael Caine was in, but I just, yeah, I couldn't remember which number it was, but I knew it was Jaws the Revenge. (laughs) It's the one when Michael's back in there. (laughs) My name's Michael. My name's Michael. That's so crazy. We're (laughs) we're both names Michael. (laughs) 
almost like our parents were uncreative. I'll give you two points, even though I kind of said the wrong one, but you had the right subtitle, so good enough. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll give you that one. This time, here's it's personal. <laughs> here's a gimme. Hopefully, you'll get it. Crime is the disease. He's the cure. Crime is a disease. He's the cure. He's the cure. Um. Crime is a disease. Uh-huh. He's the cure? <laughs> Not the Robert Smith cure. I wish. Um, if he was killing people, I'd be all into it. I'm going to say... Well, that's not it. We'll do... But he's the cure. <laughs> it could be anything, really. Again, this is just like one of yeah, those anti-hero it could be like many movie. different things. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you either know it or you don't, I think. <sighs> Fucking God damn it, I don't care. <laughs> Let me think. Let me look at all my boxes over there. Uh, Titanic. <laughs> Jack Dawson was the cure for crime. <laughs> uh-huh. Him and his sidekick, Lip Shriver. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be in much uh, more things. <laughs> he really should. Um, no, it is... This is not going to help you at all, but I'll tell you, it's an action movie. <laughs> you should have given me the goddamn year. The genre is so goddamn vague. Um, That's why it's the second thing. <laughs> it's so stupid. I can get that from the damn <laughs> subtitle or whatever, the mammogram. <laughs> whatever it's called. This mammogram's a thriller. You might have a tumor. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say The Phantom <laughs> Always a good guess But uh, not this time Damn um, Billy Zane Movie came out in 1986 Pre-Billy Zane's heyday <laughs> um, <laughs> But he's the cure in 86 Lethal All Weapon right. Oh, that's a solid guess, but no. Um, This movie stars a man we've talked about quite a bit on this show, Sylvester Stallone. Demolition. No. uh, Oh, God damn it. What's it called? Um, Get there. Get there. Oh, it's the Judge Man. (laughs) Judge Dredd. Ooh, no, that was the 90s, my friend. I figured it was. <laughs> Hold on, let me back up. Is it Cobra? Yeah, there you go. I actually watched that movie. That's a r- ridiculous movie. It really is. <laughs> that's the kind of movie that would have a cheesy tagline like that. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> uh, I'll give you one. <laughs> Thank you. You're cruising along here. <laughs> Doing good things. All right, for this my is country. another real, real classic tagline. We'll see if you know what it's from. Um, be afraid. Be very afraid. I 
swear to God, <laughs> I'm going to not get this, and you're going to be like, all right, and the genre is horror. <laughs> I know the mammogram already. <laughs> uh, be afraid. Be very At least afraid. that gives you an extra guess, I guess. Uh, yeah, but I lose points, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, be afraid. Be very afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be very afraid. Scream. Not just a little afraid. Uh, no. Uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> You're correct. It is horror. <laughs> I know. Uh, nope. All right. Next. Um, this movie came out in 1986, just like our last God one. God damn it. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Binks, be afraid. <laughs> be very afraid. She jumps out the window. What is that? What is that? What's that from? What's that mammogram from? <laughs> be afraid. Where'd I get that mammogram? Uh, nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> um, I think these are solid guesses, but no. Um, this movie, one of the stars of this movie was Jeff Goldblum. The Fly. Yeah, there you go. No, the fuck. <laughs> That's a terrible goddamn fucking quote of that movie. Just said, big things come in small packages. Because <laughs> he had sex with that fly. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a line from the movie that I think they just kind of wanted to put on the poster, I guess, because they're like, this is good. <laughs> yeah. This is gold right here. All right. Uh, so you get two on that one. Um, let's see. What about <laughs> this one's short and to the point. Work sucks. All right. <laughs> I know. Um. Na 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 na. Work sucks. Work sucks. Um, we're going to go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, no. It's a terrible guess. <laughs> he was skipping school, so <laughs> not so much work. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's why it sucks. Uh, can you guess the genre? <laughs> it's going to be a comedy. Yep. Yeah, of course it is. Nailed it. <laughs> it's a great, great clue. So glad I made that the second one. Yep. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, does it star Emilio Estevez? <laughs> this is in 20 questions. I know, but if you just answer that one question, because I'm sitting here trying to think of the All damn right. movie with him in there. All right, I'll answer. No, it does not star Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> I fooled them, Binks. I fooled him good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting small hints. Uh, work sucks. Well, I know. Not, not being able to have a Emilio Estevez kind of narrows it down. <laughs> that takes all the mighty ducks out of it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Can't be the breakfast club, even though they weren't at work either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a working man. I got it. Pretty in pink. (laughs) (laughs) 
work sucks. It's uh, probably going to be. Oh, it's comedy. Um, let me back up then. <laughs> I was about to get horror there. Uh, work sucks. We'll go Anchorman. That's a funny movie. Oh, that's a great movie, but it is the wrong answer. Binks, you fucking ass. <laughs> Done it to me again. <laughs> Uh, this movie came out in 1999, end of the 90s. Mystery Men. Oh, no. Not a bad guess. Probably the right year, so I'll give you that. Sure it's the right <laughs> year. It's a good year. It's the best year. Um, this movie starred Ron Livingston. <laughs> what the f- who? <laughs> Ron who? Ron Livingston. Uh, no, no, no. You give me an actor who is actually in this damn movie that people have heard of. Ron <laughs> that is. No, it's not. What about Gary Cole? Is that any better? Yes. That's Fifth Element. <laughs> uh, no, that's the uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is Gary Oldman. <laughs> But I said it with such confidence. You have to give give me a point for that. That's true. <laughs> give points for effort. Yep. All right. So we're on the final step where I try to spell it out somehow. <laughs> so work sucks. This is a workplace comedy. Uh, could be about many different workplaces. But... Oh, office space. Yep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you did. And then it. I have no idea who Rob Livingston is or <laughs> Gary Cole. Ron Livingston is the main guy. He's the, you know, the fucking normal guy. Name who... one other guy. Name another movie <laughs> that man has been in. Uh, you just can't. Lots of them. Can't. <laughs> I can't think of them, but yeah, exactly. he's been in a bunch. What a popular goddamn actor. <laughs> Gary Cole. You should know Gary Cole. He was the boss. Oh, I mean, I would he's never know. He's name. in a lot of things. Another movie. Brady Bunch movies and Talladega Nights. Oh, I hate Talladega Nights. That movie made me more <laughs> sick when I was very sick. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was really, like, I had the flu, but instead of, like, puking, I was, like, I couldn't keep anything in, so it was just coming out of my butt. And <laughs> uh, it was just, it's nonstop, and I was just, like, dying on a couch, and I was like, I could use a good comedy. I watched, tried to watch Talladega Nights, and it just got worse and worse and worse, so I just turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's an effective movie right there. Yep. I don't know if it's the intended effect, but <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe that's the true effect that everybody else is blind. <laughs> oh God. All right. All right. Let's do one more. Sounds good. Um after a night they can't remember comes a day they'll never forget. The Goonies. No, 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 that's not it. Don't, no, that was a joke. I told the joke there. <laughs> After a night they can't remember. Uh, weird science. <laughs> oh, interesting guess, but no. <laughs> Doing great. Uh, it, it is a comedy. Yeah, though. I know it is. <laughs> don't fucking tell me. <laughs> don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> After a night they can't remember, they'll have some days they can't forget. <laughs> Comes a day they'll never forget. Uh-huh. Well, that that's, should be pretty simple. Um, 
That's it's Emilio Estevez, isn't it? Uh, yeah, is Emilio Estevez in this? <laughs> That's my one free thing that I can ask every time. <laughs> I don't think so. He's not a big part of it. That's for sure. If he's in it at all, which I don't think he is. <laughs> So that's not a very good goddamn description. You're either in the movie or you're not. What is it, just a fucking extra in the back? You never know. Emilio he just plays extras. That day. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm 99% sure he's not. Okay. Oh, but I don't, but we're not totally sure. Um, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, no. <laughs> I love that movie, but no. It is the night, and it may or may not have Emilio in there. <laughs> uh, it's from the year 2000. The new millennium. I know what it is. It's, uh... <laughs> in the year 2000. Uh, year 2000, a night they'll never forget, and a day they can't remember. Um, it's a comedy. It's a house arrest. <laughs> no, it's a good movie though. Um, it is. That's solid. Uh, okay. This movie stars Sean William Scott. Oh, it's dude. Where's my car? Yeah, there you go. You, you got to make that one like the number two clue. Then I got a really good chance. That's too easy. <laughs> but everything else is too hard. I only get it after that one. I just make the second one. I tell you the answer. <laughs> but I just thought a fighting chance. I only get them on the fourth or fifth clue. <laughs> it's just you're dragging me along. It's like you've placed this pathway of glass, and it's like, if you don't answer it, I'm going to drag you on it. And then my face has already made it past the halfway point, and you just laugh at me. (laughs) It's awful. My life is shit. (laughs) My life is being dragged across glass. (laughs) All right, you got eight points out of that. That's pretty good. Out of how many? 25. (laughs) pretty proud of that <laughs> i think you had nine last time so you're slipping <laughs> Damn you're going down the mountain <laughs> i need to climb back up i will meet up with rocky and scream drago <laughs> now you're speaking my language oh speaking of i don't think we finished off last time i forgot to read the final score for blink 182 was something like five point Five, something like that. Uh, I don't remember it offhand, but that's basically what their artwork score came out to be. So not that great. <laughs> yeah, it's about middle of the road, but that's exactly middle than... of the road. <laughs> no, f- mi- middle would just be five. Oh, <laughs> so it's it's five plus. So they're right slightly now. above average. <laughs> yep. So is my penis. <laughs> All right. You can take that to the bank, listeners. <laughs> and do with it what you will. <laughs> All righty. Well, this has been another uh, exuberant, whimsical, uh, joyous, um, 
<laughs> delicious, horny episode. <laughs> Bounding episode. From the original Janksters. I am Peter Daniel Jank. <laughs> oh. That's Kevin. <laughs> I only have one name. Yep. It's it like Madonna. <laughs> um, and as always, remember to flip the tip. Don't press the tip. Don't <laughs> tap the tip. And don't bite the tip. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> and have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Bye. Everything's